0: I'm Leslie Manning,
1: and I'm Kai Kopman. This is an experiment to see what happens when priests let their spouses take over.
0: To find new ways to connect, this is, this is, this this is is, Empty Pews, The Takeover. I'm Leslie Manning, and Bentley Manning works for me.
1: And I'm Kai Kopman, and I would say I have a slightly different situation. Uh, let's just say I work for Kelly. <laughs> um,
0: another way that um, I think that we've all been fed, literally and figuratively, during the pandemic is the community garden. Uh, several incarnation parishioners have plots at this community garden in town. Uh, Kai and Kellen have one, and the Mannings have one. And um, I don't know, Kai, like I. I have taken a bit of issue when Bentley's talked about weeds a lot on the podcast. And I just feel like because now I have a platform, I should just say <laughs> publicly that I do the bulk of the weed pulling in our in our plot. I love that he can weave scripture into just about anything and reflect. <laughs> I mean, it's he's really a profound thinker and speaker, but I just kind of want to say like when it comes to... Whose hands are getting in the dirt? It's this gal.
1: Yeah, and Bentley, we're not trying to call you out. We're just dropping a little truth.
0: But sort of calling you out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're called to be truth-tellers, okay?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, on the other hand, Kellen definitely does the bulk of the work in our <laughs> garden. I have no problem admitting that. Um, I I would say if if we were to ask Helen the question, you know, what's been saving you during COVID, I think the garden would come up. It's definitely a place where she thrives. So, um, yeah, I I show up, you know, I weed, but um, though I'm persistent in other things, I'm not very (laughs) persistent weeder.
0: (laughs) You're good company, though. I've been out of the garden with you. I appreciate your company. Well, thank you. (laughs) That's a gift. I mean, Bentley's good company, too. Maybe he should just own that part. Like, I provide really good company at the garden.
1: I kind of like to think of myself as a coach in the garden.
0: (laughs) Don't tell Galen that. (laughs) We'll hope that that gets pulled from the recording. (laughs) Kaizen management. (laughs) Um, I think also uh, before we take calls, we should also give some shout-outs to some other incarnation parishioners that garden, namely uh, Suzanne and Don Duggan. We frequently steal things out of their plot because... yeah. Ours doesn't quite flourish like theirs does.
1: Yeah, I don't know what y'all have been doing, but please share your (laughs) secrets. So Um, also,
0: yeah, on Facebook, comment what's saving you during COVID-19, but also Duggins, what are you doing to your garden?
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, thank you so much for the gargantuan Swiss chart.
0: (laughs) Um, There are lots of other incarnation parishioners. I'd be afraid we'd leave somebody off if we started giving shout outs to all the gardeners, but it's a great time.
1: Yeah, the the garden is actually one of the places where we can still have Incarnation Fellowship mm-hmm. Hour. Just all show up there at the same time, and uh, <laughs> that'll be our next a garden takeover. party. <laughs> have a socially distanced <laughs> garden party.
0: <laughs> I love it. Well, okay. So should we start talking to some of our guests? I think
1: we should.
2: So much more when you sing
1: Okay, so the next guest on our show is a friend, uh, Tanner Potts. He's a Swanee friend for me and Kellen, and we got to know each other and hang out during our three years there while Kellen was in seminary. Um, Tanner previously worked for the Roberson Project on slavery, race, and reconciliation at Swanee, doing research and organizing events and things like that, and he's now a student at Georgia Law in this weird new world of Zoom school, (laughs) and is a great friend, very insightful, um, very smart, very reflective, and um, someone who uh, I I know will have good things to say about what's saving him during COVID. So let's give Tanner a call. Hey, Kai. Hey Tanner,
2: how's it going?
1: Hey, it's it's going very well. Um, you're on empty pews. Oh, awesome! <laughs> <laughs> I think we're as tickled as you are that you're on empty pews. Um, so you've been here at to Church of the Incarnation in, in the physical pews, but it's been cool to know that you've been listening into the podcast too.
2: Yeah, I've really enjoyed it. It's been fun to keep up with um, with Kellen and and everything that's going on at the church, um, because we had just visited um, sort of right before everything started shutting down.
1: Yeah, that was one of our our last Sundays before before COVID. So you guys were really on the I would say the ground floor of empty pews, <laughs> anticipating it. <laughs> So, um, the theme of our show this week is greatest hits. And we're kind of looking back at the empty pews catalog, if you will. Um, and talking about our favorite episodes. So I'm what we're wondering, do you have any favorite episodes that stand out?
2: Yeah. Um, the one that I think of, uh, the one that comes to mind first for me is when, um, Bentley and Kellen, um, disclosed their, um, unpopular opinions, <laughs> uh, at the beginning of the show. Um, and I especially enjoyed it because, um, Kellen, someone who, um, is a close friend, I uh, nearly disagreed wholeheartedly with every unpopular opinion, um, that she had. And it was just funny to, um, be able to interact with her, um, even just over a podcast format.
1: Yeah, I think that Kellen mentioned she didn't like peanut butter.
2: <laughs> yeah. Which and, uh, is shocking. Her, fir- her first one was um, that she doesn't like football. Yeah. Uh, which is something I hold near and dear to my heart.
1: Yeah, I know um, you wouldn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, speaking of football and the fact that we can't have it yet, um, our second question for you is we wonder what's saving you during this time of COVID
2: that's a really good question Kai um I think for me um it's just been being in touch with folks um Mm -hmm. knowing that everyone is sort of going through at least something similar right now and um I'm not the best at keeping up with, with friends and family, but um, it's, been, it's been really good to, um, to keep up with folks and, and have the time and have the space to check in on people. Um, thinking about like you know, a lot of my friends, we don't live in the same place, but we never thought to um, get together over Zoom um and have uh you know have happy hour over zoom or play games over zoom um and it took uh it took the pandemic to to get that idea in our heads um even though we weren't seeing each other even before then um so that's something that has been um i think really really special and helpful for me
1: yeah yeah, those happy hours have been one of the highlights of my pan- my pandemic, for sure, too. <laughs> yeah, I've been feeling that, too, the time and space to reach out to people. Um, but I'm glad that you ha- highlighted that. I know, I feel like that's a positive outcome of the pandemic for a lot of folks.
2: Yeah, and I th- it's just so often we we go through things... Uh, personally, um, and everyone has their personal struggles, and this is sort of one time, I guess, in my lifetime, probably where um, you know everyone, um, uh, you know, the main struggle they're um, they're going through is is going to be pretty much the same for everyone,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, and so having that um, similar experience. Um, kind of makes it easier as an entry point to to talk to people and and let them know how you're doing and um ask them how they're doing
1: yeah well i've certainly enjoyed keeping up with you during the pandemic it's been good to connect
2: (laughs) me too me too kai i miss you
1: yeah i miss you too
0: okay our next caller and fan of the pod is the reverend colin matthewson He was actually the first guest on the podcast, a dear friend of the Mannings and also co-rector of St. Luke's Episcopal Church in San Diego. The other rector, the other half of that co-rector is his wife, Laurel. Laurel has preached at Church of the Incarnation before, and um, both of them are really bright and really warm. Lovely folks, and um, we're honored to have Colin on the podcast today. And um, yeah, we'll hear what he has to say. Hello, hello, Colin, it's Leslie.
3: What's
0: up? You are live with the Empty Pews Takeover. Hey, everyone. And um, we are excited to have you back on the podcast. We just noted before we called you that you were the first guest on the podcast, which I think is really, a a, an incredible honor. You know, I think that's, that's a resume note, you know, just something like other things to know about me. I was a first guest on the empty pews podcast.
3: I'm glad you brought that up. Leslie, I was actually going to say episode three was one of my favorite episodes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I definitely think you can say your episode was the best one, (laughs) but it wasn't my favorite in case you're interested
3: 14 and 15 when they, when, uh, with Bentley and Kelsey, and asked each other the 20 questions were hilarious. So when are you and Kai gonna do that? Are you all about to ask each
0: other questions? <laughs> I mean, we have so much content now. It's gonna take a while for Bentley to edit this. Um, so, assuming we get asked back, I think we'll we'll definitely do some 20 questions action. <laughs> um, but we're having a little too much fun. So there's already there's a lot here. There's a lot of good content here. Good. Good right right that's our thought um <laughs> this could be like part one and two you know like we're just right. we're just uh giving the people what they want um the <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> multi-part series um yeah okay so that that answers the question of your favorite episode any other reflections on um greatest hits of uh yeah, our uh, episode 16 was just one of
3: my most uh, wonderful moments in any kind of podcasting, hearing Bentley tell the story with Kellen's help of him rescuing a cell phone. There were just some really funny moments, including the final music that felt like we were watching a Rocky movie or something. But <laughs> the part I told Bentley afterwards, though, is I think he lied during the story because he said, you know, I was surprised when I got the phone. But I was thinking, Bentley, were you, were you surprised? I'm actually not sure he was. Like what keeps
0: me going yeah we are definitely interested like, yeah
3: honestly i know it sounds kind of overblown but like i haven't laughed as hard you know this is been like my top five like hardest laughing um those three episodes mm.
1: uh
3: in the last like four months and honestly like we need more laughter right now and and this this podcast brings me joy so i'm very grateful
0: for it i love that um colin you are a uh, great Cheerleader for Bentley and for the podcast. For those that don't know this, which is pretty much everyone listening, <laughs> Colin and Bentley talk every Friday, basically more or less, right? Colin and and I think you help keep him thinking and um, affirm him and kind of keep him going. So you're you're a great advocate to uh, the church without them even knowing it. But but also you've been a great encourager to Bentley.
3: Thank you. No, it's been, it's been fun, and you all are doing amazing things out there. So thank you
0: for including me. Well, likewise, we gave your church a shout out at the beginning. So we'll hope all folks right. will will look look you up, give you a big donation um, <laughs> after you pay your pledge to Church of the Incarnation exactly, exactly. and your capital campaign pledge. So <laughs> that's right we talked <laughs> about having sponsorships we could we could have had like different <laughs> little commercials you know next time next time see this is all right. that's part three <laughs> cool
3: well blessings y'all and good
0: luck with this all right and thanks we'll colin tomorrow. all
2: right take care bye. bye i saw stars like a blanket i saw people just like me there was a light moving forward I got the world and I got you There was a song they were singing There was a window to the moon I saw
3: life like a promise
2: I got the
4: world and I got you I got the world and I got you
1: Our next caller. Our next caller really, I don't think, needs an introduction. Perhaps we could say the biggest fan of the show, Um, my father-in-law, Jim Day. Um, It is true about what Kellen said uh, earlier in the podcast that she learned kindness from her parents. Mm. Um, They're some of the most kind folks that I know, and I'm just delighted to be part of their family. Um, so let's call Papa Day and see what he has to say. Hello. Hey, Papa Day. Uh, Hey there, Guy (laughs) Copeland. How are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm good. I'm Good. good. You're on empty pews. Really? Yeah, we're recording.
4: Wow. We're recording. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll put my best face forward
1: Okay, well, we know you will
4: I have the perfect face for radio <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, so we were talking earlier about how you're probably one of the biggest fans of the show That's true um, We've enjoyed seeing your fandom happen on social media And we've enjoyed you sharing the podcast with your friends and people back home in michigan
4: yep they have really enjoyed it a lot and they are ardent listeners
1: yeah well so we have a couple questions for you and the first question is do you have a favorite episode of the show
4: well that uh, answer is quite obvious since this episode is going to be my favorite (laughs) (laughs) good answer (laughs)
1: right clearly (laughs) yeah
4: Uh, i every subsequent episode is just everyone gets better yeah Uh, it's they're great i I love them i love to laugh so i love to hear kellen and bentley laugh needle each other (laughs) it's uh it's fun that's great and it has really become Joanne and my weekly church, too. I mean, there's yeah. poignant messages each and every week, and we we just love them. Yeah. It it brings us closer to Christ for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. I share that too, and also your, you know, comment about how each episode tends to get better um that's definitely true they're getting in rhythm for sure yeah so our, our second question's um more reflective question and it is what's saving you during covid or what are you sort of holding on to during this weird time well
4: besides empty pews <laughs> um fortunately way back in December in preparation for what was going to be a trip of a lifetime for joanne and i mm-hmm.
3: um,
4: i started walking every day to get in shape for trails etc in the great state of alaska our first trip there which was going to take place in late may june of this year obviously that all got cancelled and pushed hopefully to 2021 we'll see I've walked outside every day since before Christmas, and that's been good for me physically and mentally, and especially mentally, once shutdowns started happening in Michigan. And the game of golf, which you know I love, (laughs) um, and it didn't matter if it was 30 degrees outside, during the winter. We fortunately had a mild winter as far as snow goes, so if there was no snow on the ground and it was 30 degrees, I was out walking and playing golf. Um, So that has kept my physical and mental sanity.
1: Yeah, well I know you're very dedicated (laughs) to the game of golf and um, it's been fun to to hear about during the winter and the springtime about when you've been going out and um, I share that too getting outside and walking is one of the best things that I can do during this time it's a good reminder
4: yes yes it is all the golf though has not done much for my game other than (laughs) such is the game of golf (laughs) Uh, there's always tomorrow
1: that's right there's always tomorrow (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being on the show and talking to us.
4: Sure. I'm glad and honored to be a part of it and uh, honored to be on with you Mm -hmm. uh, as a guest of you hosting the show, which is great. I miss you guys terribly. We miss you terribly, but we know that uh, you are both where you belong and... God has got you both in His hands, and we're grateful for that. And we love you tons.
1: We love you too. Yeah.
4: We'll talk soon.
1: We'll talk soon. And and make sure that the correct music is
4: uh, infiltrated <laughs> into this episode because I love the music of Empty Pews.
1: Even
4: even though I'm unable to get artist and title from that person named Bentley but I still love the music love 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 it
0: Jim this is Leslie do you have any requests for what song follows your reflections
4: boy Leslie um
0: I mean I feel like you know if we're all doing a takeover like you could pick it's kind of like your walk-up song you know your wow wow batter up what you want and you can think about it I can pass <laughs> it on I know I know yeah. a guy but
4: uh, uh, you do you do
0: And a good man he is I'll I'll
2: think about it Okay Oh, I've been traveling roads For weeks playing shows Every city
0: has a family Waiting
2: for me Oh, I come and I play But I never can stay some circle
3: in
2: my own family.
0: One of the ways that I connect um to myself and also to creation and to the community around me is through poetry and um, writing poetry again has been a great way to process the pandemic and try to give words to some things I'm feeling and seeing and chewing on in the world um, around me. Um, So I brought today a poem by um, Mary Oliver to read. It reminds me very much of Highlands as a lot of her work does because she um, grew up a Christian and has always I think in her poetry in some way or the other gives a nod to God the creator and is able to really elevate nature and creation in a way that's that really speaks to me and I feel like I um, yeah I've just taken a lot from her of the years and now try to really spend some time there when I'm writing my own poetry to kind of figure out what is it about her words that speak truth to me and move me. Um, Yeah, so can I read it? Go for it. Okay, so this is uh, the poet Mary Oliver, and this is her poem called When I Am Among the Trees. When I am among the trees, especially the willows and the honey locust, equally the beech, the oaks and the pines, They give off such hints of gladness. I would almost say that they save me, and daily. I am so distant from the hope of myself, in which I have goodness and discernment and never hurry through the world, but walk slowly and bow often. Around me the trees stir in their leaves and call out, stay a while. The light flows from their branches, and they call again. It's simple, they say, and you too have come into the world to do this to go easy, to be filled with light, and to shine.
1: Hmm. All right, friends, this is Bentley. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Empty Pews, and we hope that you enjoyed the takeover. We sure did have fun listening to it, and we've got a whole lot to talk about next week.
0: Thanks to Leslie and Kai, awesome co-hosts for the podcast takeover. And we look forward to catching up next week. We love you.
1: We miss you.
0: God's peace.